Hello and welcome back to the other day, the podcast. I'm one of your hosts, like always, Claire J. And I'm Ayana Monet. Hey, y'all. Hey. We back at it again. Yes. I want to say happy April. Y'all are listening to this. It is April. Hopefully your allergies aren't allergy. You know, Mm -hmm. you're out here seeing 2020. No (laughs) sneezing. None of that all good <laughs> these allergies girl molly walk me like for real for real they have but, but i will take it because i i was over the cold i can't do that facts. that was not my limit <laughs> facts <laughs> i couldn't take another more dark, another dark day like me and my seasonal depression not having it not this nope. year we needed that sun to come back. But I am not going to let my co-host skip over the fact that today, the day we are recording, is the day of her illustrious birth. Okay. It is. It is. I, I um, made my arrival into this world 27 <laughs> years ago today. And I was a boss that day and still a boss okay i came in running things mm-hmm. all right but mostly yeah. her mouth and that hasn't <laughs> changed <laughs> and that hasn't changed <laughs> but so, thank you to everybody yeah for the birthday wishes and all oh, of that so beautiful yana's birthday was a couple days ago i think three mm-hmm. days ago to be exact so we are both in chapter 27 and we're excited to be here. I'm, I'm 30 now. <laughs> like, okay, well, she's 30. I'm 27. <laughs> I'm claiming my last years left. I kid, I kid. But my aunt, literally, she called me to say happy birthday. And she's like, ooh, you almost 30. I'm like, thank you. I, I know. I'm aware. I've accepted it. <laughs> I didn't even come at her and be like, well, you almost 40 because <laughs> ma'am, you're 11 years older than me. But it's okay. People be forgetting how old they are when they try to talk about how old you are. It's like, all yeah. right. That's fine. I was aging and so were you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so let's go ahead and hop into our the other day topics. So Claire. What do you have for us today? All right. So today we are talking about, I would say maybe it hit this weekend that we're recording this. So as you're listening, it's been a couple weeks ago. Um, So there may be some new news that we haven't discussed at this point yet. That's going to happen in the future. But Quavo and Saweetie is how she says her name. (laughs) They had broken up and, bef- and people had made, 
Yes, it became news because people loved them as a couple. They was always very cute, respectful of each other when they're out in public. Like you could just tell that they was that eye contact that they was holding. Very strong. Very yeah. strong eye contact. And you'd be like, oh, I feel like I am intruding. But um, yeah, so broke news that they had broken up and she they were speculating by some video that she had did for some sort of reunion or something for her ex-boyfriend, Justin Combs. Um, and so they were speculating that from that video, her being in a, or a video with her ex, that Quavo had then broken up with her because he couldn't deal with the energy that she was giving him in that video, which I watched it. And I was like, I'm People are reaching, reaching. <laughs> reaching they really wanted that video to be news Mm -hmm. for some reason and so they made it news but Mm -hmm. I watched a good like I don't know like four or five minutes you know I watched Mm -hmm. a little clip that was online Mm -hmm. and the questions were messy yes intentionally messy Mm -hmm. and she handled them beautifully she did in my opinion like, she didn't say anything that would make me think, like, ah, uh, nah, like, she's still, you know, trying to get back with her ex or anything like that. Right. Like, not even flirting with him. Like, she barely looked in his direction. And if she did say something to him, it was like, you need to shut up. <laughs> like, right. she didn't say you need to shut up, but he got the he got the impression from her that he needed mm-hmm. to shut up. And he did. Right. And you would have thought from what people were saying, like she was sitting in the man's lap. There was at least like five there was like people, four between people between them. Like so, he was literally on the other side of the room. <laughs> he really was. So I was confused by that. So that there was speculation that they had separated from after that video had aired. And then Sweetie kind of just let it, whatever. And then she finally was like, you know what? I'm going to go on Twitter and tell the people what had happened and I don't have it up but I wish I did but in a in a sum she was like I am single yes but it is not because of that video she had alluded that Quavo was unfaithful to her in some sort of situation um we don't know if he cheated or what exactly happened and we don't even know how recent this was this could be old hurt that never healed or it could be you know, continuous behavior at this point in time on March 22nd, we do not know. We do not know. But she said that she had been emotionally checked out for a minute. Mm -hmm. And I guess at this point, she was just like, you know what? I'm going, I'm going to send you back to the streets. Shout out to her song, Back to the Streets. (laughs) Shout out to Back to the Streets. So she sent him back to the streets. And Quavo was like, well, since you want, to be messy he responded you want to be on the street so bad (laughs) and he was like um no we're not together but I had love for you and yes I did you dirty but you not the woman that I thought you was gonna be and have a good life like pretty much of that effect and sweetie said okay take care I don't know what else you want me to say I am say to that like okay yeah good for you and 
in a post because I, I follow Amanda Amanda Seals on social media and she commented about it and pretty much like what she said in a nutshell is that what Quavo wanted her to do was to keep his whatever they had going on in the shadows because he was supposed to be and the faithful. uphold this image of yeah. who he was as a boyfriend right. for the public right and it's like I'm not about to for why Mm-mm. That's not my responsibility. Like I'm because the disrespect was loud. Okay. Okay. The disrespect was loud. Although publicly, people might not have people us, you know, regular citizens mm-hmm. might not have known. People who run in the same circles as them probably knew what he was. You know what I'm saying? And you making me look stupid out mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. And for her to be at the level of success that she's at as a young person, as a young woman, you know, why, (laughs) you know, like why put up with that? If you don't have to, you can go get another one, right? She could get another one. And that's, that's what she intends to do. I would assume, you know, because sweetie is not only gorgeous, but regardless of how people feel about her songs or if she can rap or not, she rich so she is and she's you know done guest lectures and stuff at her alma mater because of the success that she's had she was a business major you know she got that degree and so she and she has you know her own merch and you know all these other businesses that she does so like yeah she's doing her thing so why put up with a dude who's not treating you what you're worth but he gonna buy you a Bentley for the public. He's gonna buy you a Birkin for the public. Like that's not you. Mm-mm. Like I can buy that myself. Like Correct. yes, if you're in a relationship and you know your man or your woman or whoever it is get you a gift, you like okay, like cool, I accept that. Not that she was like, I need you to buy X, Y, and Z because she can do that herself. But that is her partner, and that's how he felt like he needed to show her love was giving her these gifts. And then he and, snatched it back. And my feelings is not well for me. My feelings wouldn't be hurt. I'd be like, well, take it. That is fine. <laughs> you can have it. But we brought that up is because that is the situation. But people are flipping this on Saweetie saying because the the songs that she puts out and I guess the persona that people feel like she puts on is that she was deserving of this infidelity in her relationship. And I am confusion. (laughs) I don't think anybody is deserving of any, any sort of any sort of just infidelity or hurt or intentional harm if it's physical emotional mental harm from their partner relationship I don't think anybody's deserving I don't care if you are trash you may be like you deserve that but nobody deserves that in my opinion no and that's not something you public humiliation (laughs) you know like that's not something that I really wish on anybody like at all and the idea you know and that wrap it does wrap into our topic this week and it's like there's this idea that black women and honestly uh women in general um have to be nice to be deserving of respect 
And if you're not nice and you're not nurturing naturally, then you it, it's okay that your man cheated on you because you don't nurture him enough. You don't pour into him enough. Like, okay, but sir, I'm not your mother. And I don't have to be who you want me to be to be deserving of respect. And if you know I'm not who you want me to be, why are you with me? Why? That's my issue. It's like, why not leave? Yeah. Instead. Yeah. Men, I'm not going to say all men, but men have trouble communicating their emotions. And I think it's not even that they have trouble communicating, they just don't. Uh, I think they've learned over time that they're just supposed to build this wall and just be emotionally unavailable through anything. And that's why a lot of men um, have anger issues or whatever, because they don't know how to deal with all of these emotions that are coming towards Until the emotions them. come out as anger. Yes. And like Ayana said, instead of stepping out on me or instead of being abusive to me be like I am not happy and a I want to fix it or b I'm not happy and I don't want to do anything to fix it and we should break up and move on with our lives like that could, both of those things yes they would be hurtful to hear but let me then decide what I want to do don't decide what I don't decide what I'm gonna do you don't know if I'm gonna be like oh thank god I'm glad you said that because or but the world loves to make decisions for women. And I yes. think that that's a, a larger conversation when it comes to policing Black women specifically. And it's just like, y'all want us to perform for you. And when we don't perform, when we don't match up, then, okay, all bets are off. Like, F her, like, if her feelings, if her paycheck, like, okay, you know, and I don't think that's fair because when do we as women get grace? To be whole people, to have multidimensional aspects of our personality and lives. We are more than just our relationship to men. Ooh. Sorry, I had a little had a little moment. She did. We I had to get up on my had to get up on my soapbox for a yes. second. But yeah, that's how I feel. I think another good example of this is with any women, but as we are catered most of our conversation to black women because we are black women, but catcalling is a big one where you mm. mind your business, <laughs> somebody want to talk to you and you are uninterested. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so in your mind, you're like, okay, do I not say anything? Do I say I'm not interested? Do I say I have a boyfriend? Cause that usually doesn't matter. <laughs> And it's like, what am I supposed to do? Because then if I am then uninterested in this person, they are flip the script and are just belligerent. Like, well, then F you then. And then- You ugly anyway. (laughs) That's why you fat. Okay. But I was fat when you were trying to holler at me a second ago. Like, 
that didn't change in the last two minutes. And then like those situations, people, women die from that or women mm-hmm. get harmed from that situation mm-hmm. or women it's get traumatic. mad or whatever it is because you now mad <laughs> that mm-hmm. I am not interested just interested. simply not interested simply that's all it is and that's just in just regular regular life but if you take mm-hmm. it to the business world of policing of black bodies you know and I look a little different in my khaki slacks than Mary Jane look at her khaki slacks then one of us is having a talking to about work appropriate clothing then it's like we both got these from Target I I seen her the day that I was there baby girl she was standing next to me at Old Navy what do you mean it's the same pants Yes, and that's it. the worst for me is like there have been situations I remember specifically when I was in grad school where one of my friends had the same exact like we all shopped at the same place and they had the same exact like pixie cut pants as this one of our co-workers who was thin as a rail and of course no one pulled the white woman aside and said anything to her about her whether or not her pants were appropriate for work even though she has students trying to holler at her all the time because she always wore skirts and heels. Like, not that she was wearing anything appropriate to work because she wasn't. But you know what I'm saying? Like, she was actually being hollered at by students mm-hmm. and was known for, you know, you know what I'm saying? And so it's like, is somebody going to say something to her? Because she's now engaged to one of her students. So like, what do you mean? <laughs> Someone should pull her aside. Right. Meanwhile, were you over here bothering me? And it's from attire to hairstyles. I think we touched on that back when we were talking about hair, but like hairstyles and what you believe is appropriate for my hair. I'm like, are you over here doing Mm -hmm. it? Are you over here trying to twist my hair up? Do you know when I wake up late and I snatch this bonnet off and I'm like, well, (laughs) either i'm gonna be to work on time or i'm gonna take down my hair can't do both yeah can't do both and then when you get protective styles like the the things that black women have to double think about doing in different situations like the fact that there was something on social media where a girl a black woman was a newscaster and she was like i was brave enough to wear these Mm -hmm. um box braids on the air and it's like why is that even something that we have to to think about to it's do just a hairstyle like why why is that deemed unprofessional just because your hair doesn't look that great in it if you tried to do it you could do it sure but mm, mm. Mm. but they're just braids like you know what i'm saying like how are braids causing harm or disruption why is braids a disruptive hairstyle <laughs> Why is there such thing as a disruptive hairstyle? It grow, it's hair. Whether I bought it or it grew out of my head, like it's just hair. Just and I don't hair. understand how everything that is black womanhood is disruptive to white supremacy. I mean professionalism. 
you know like I don't understand it's almost like y'all just hate black women and don't want us in these spaces it's almost like that hmm maybe it's that <laughs> maybe it's that but then you you need this to meet this diversity quota so I was like all right I'm gonna try to hire the person that I think that's gonna give me this diversity check but that is quiet and and I feel like it's, gonna it's not be... gonna push back and it's gonna play the game mm-hmm. and her name's Claire because who would know <laughs> She's almost one of us. <laughs> I can't. Um, oh, like what a surprise the, that was. The switch up is real though, because then we get in these. We're great in interviews, okay? <laughs> Perfect interview interviewers, I will say. But um, you're not gonna de- deny my blackness every day, and I'm still gonna show up to work and be nice to y'all, like. Either y'all gonna be nice to me back or or <laughs> some things are going to change. There's only so so long I can be positive and nice and nurturing to people who are being racist and rude. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not about to play the mammy for y'all. Like I'm not, I'm not here for it. Hmm. Mammy, that was a good yeah because that's what it is yeah i want black women to be nice and quiet and take care of everything and sit there and shut up and and y'all want to take and take and take until we have nothing left to give and then you want to throw our fat asses out on the street like that's it and then wonder why we upset and then wonder why we're upset because you take everything good and you twist it until it's not even good anymore. And so I feel like I feel like black women are so resilient though. Yeah. You know, because I mean, we, we're, we you know, we come in we come into our womanhood knowing that we're not going to be accepted, that we're going to be policed, that we're going to have to work 10 times as hard as anyone around us and that at the end of the day we're going to be paid less they're still going to talk about us behind our back they're still going to talk to us about our attitudes and we have to decide between our paycheck and our truth Mm. and we are resilient because we get up we put on our face and we do all of this anyway we show up anyway and we show out we show up and we show out anyway knowing that y'all are not going to treat us anything close to what we're deserving of so if you've not thanked a black woman in your life um i'm gonna need you to go ahead and do that because she's moving and doing things for you in your life that you probably aren't you not even aware of so you just go ahead and thank her for me and while you add you can go ahead and cash app her okay pay pal pay her for her labor (laughs) i like that pay her for her labor while you're at it okay we don't just want words of encouragement we want to see change 
in our pockets just in disbelief but you know like I lived that same life too but to hear it and you're like wow we really do this like we really have to endure this 365 and I think it's always harder just come because there's been times when you've like you know had your things that you're really passionate about and it's I think it's always hard to hear from your friend that they've struggled as much as you have because you want things to be a little bit easier for the people that you love and I think as black women we work so hard so that things are easier for our loved ones Mm -hmm. and it and it's just so hard to hear our friends having struggles you know or or, even when our friend like we don't ever let each other talk bad about ourselves and so it's just like one of those things like you don't ever want to hear your friend speaking bad on herself and you don't ever want to hear anything bad happen to her Mm -hmm. but I think in these situations and Uh, as you've seen in like the protests that have erupted across the globe and some people me included you get upset because you just feel like what am I to do you know like you you feel like I do all of these things but at the end of the day most people of color don't own much we don't the people that (laughs) need to that we need to make this change don't want to they're not they're not hearing it and it's like so I there's just what am I supposed to do continue to do what I'm doing and I'm upset at that but I just feel like there's no way out and so that is just so upsetting like a daunting reality that it's like I'm just in this hamster wheel because I feel like there's no exit Mm -hmm. And I think that's the hardest part about this topic yeah. is knowing that us talking about it and, you know, giving it space is pretty much the only thing that's going to make yeah. us feel better mm-hmm. because we know that on a large scale, these things aren't going to change anytime soon. Yeah. You know, we live in a very patriarchal society and not even just patriarchal, but like white supremacy rules supreme. And so we, as black women, like. We're not on number one on their list. Number two, three, four, five. I mean, you can keep going. <laughs> I mean, like, somewhere towards the bottom of the list is black women, mm-hmm. you know, and we have our moments, right. You know, when they really want to give us our roses, but it's like, there's a select few mm-hmm. who gets the roses. Mm-hmm. It's like, not it's like all oh, y'all. Right, we'll do this one. Y'all. These ones are exceptional. Mm-hmm. And so it perpetuates this idea that you have to be exceptional to be respected as a Black woman. And you don't. The ratchet girl on the street corner deserves just as much respect as Kamala Harris, period because she's a person right because she's a person right and regardless of profession and this includes sex workers I don't care how y'all feel about sex workers sex work is work it's the original work so it's deserving of respect yeah because these people aren't buying Bentleys off of OnlyFans because people don't like to see naked women 
So stop acting like you stop acting like these things are not, you know, already a part of our society. Y'all love to look at us. Y'all love to consume us, right? But y'all need to learn to coexist, live with, and accept the thoughts, ideas, and opinions that come along with us. We're more than just our bodies. Like, we we need to make that shift. Because, like, the same people that be out there protesting for abortion were like, it's a heartbeat, it's a person. Okay, where are you when they are you and us? Right. Because am I not a person? The foster system. Okay. Because yeah, a, a lot of y'all are protesting abortion, but I don't see y'all adopting no kids. I don't, I don't see y'all, see y'all adopting for no kids. medical bills for the women no. who could not carry to term. Nope. You know, I don't see y'all donating nothing. So I just need us to stop. Just go ahead and stop right now commenting on women's bodies period period and if she's a black woman keep her name at your mouth thank you please and thank you <laughs> i think that's all i got yeah i think that was a I feel good, good about that i feel good about it too right so that is the end of our episode today our black business this week is the rap life um mm-hmm. you may have heard of them they've been around for a little bit i know if you follow some influence influencers on social media some of them actually have um some coupon codes for this mm-hmm. um company as well so if you want to look to see if you can get a little discount uh from them please do until you know we have our own discount code and then y'all won't have to go searching but the rap life is um different scarves and whatever that you want to wrap your hair up curly hair I think some of them have satin in them or most of them have satin in there to protect your edges because we need to keep your edges tight and right and together so you can get that swoop but uh yeah so the wrap life has different sorts of colors styles um bows headbands all of that that help protect and cute your hair up if you want to do that. I have not personally tried the rap life yet, but as we said in the last episode, we were talking about uh, legendary roots. Many times, many of times, I've had rap life items Girl. in my cart, and I'm like, ah, I we're can't. Just in a phase of life where we're trying to save money, and we're yes. not buying things we don't have to buy. Yes, <laughs> but you. You take that stimmy and you okay. You go buy some of the things we've been telling y'all about. Yes, because we you know it'll treat you right. Oh yes, these are brands we fully support. These are brands that we try and vet as much as possible. So definitely head on over to the Rap Live. Check them out. If you get anything for them, let us know how you like it so we know what to get. Right. Uh, please please do that we'll have the information in the show notes below so you can find their website easily you are somebody because god the universe the higher power allah don't make no mess so you go out there and you have a beautiful day have a beautiful day and as ayana said you thank a black woman today or several
Right. Bye. Bye.